Rush Limbaugh passed away one year ago today. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Let's go bourbon. Available at Amazon.com. The book is doing great. It's the bourbon reader you've always needed. It's recipes. It's history. It's quotes. It's a good time. We've got quotes from PJ O'Rourke in there who passed away just this past week at the age of 74. Uh, but I'm not here without Rush Limbaugh. Never met the man. I saw him speak once um, at an, an event in, in California. It's a, I have a take on that, which I'll, I'll say for off the air. But I, I was here in this chair a year ago relaying this news to you when it got announced on, on, his, uh, on his show by his, his wife that he had passed away. And, of course, there were the people out there who hate everything and everyone, and they cheered it. And then there were us who, for different reasons and different purposes and different moments in our lives, took a moment to reflect, and some people shed a tear. I won't lie uh, about my own emotions in engaging this conversation with you. My emotions were not because I grew up as a rush baby. I didn't. I, I didn't grow up listening to talk radio, and, and I, uh, as a host today, don't listen. And the reason I don't listen is because I don't want anybody else's thought in my head. There is nothing that more frightens me as a radio host than engaging a conversation and someone saying, you know, so-and-so said that just yesterday. Oh, I don't ever want to be that guy. I don't. I know. Then again, if somebody, you know, is cribbing my stuff tomorrow, I'm like, all right, whatever. As long as they're getting the good information out, I'm super cool. No, the, the emotion comes from a recognition that if he had not invented a category, a, a moment for us all to get together, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't have a job. I don't know what I'd be doing. Honestly, what other skill set do I have? He created the category. He created the category of talk radio. It didn't exist like this. It didn't exist with this kind of fun, with this kind of jovialness. It didn't know it, not a chance. I actually had written a, a piece uh, for NBC. What did people get wrong about, about Rush? And I would uh, say, well, well, not specifically quoting the piece, but going about its themes, this idea that Rush was angry, that Rush was bitter, none of that is true. I would tell you today that I think a tremendous amount of talk radio is angry and is bitter, and I will tell you as sure as I'm sitting here, there are moments where I absolutely fall into that, and I try desperately not to. I have my executive producer, uh, Matt Hiblin, listening for it every single day. Getting too angry. And it's easy to understand why. I mean, look at the level of the madness. This is a madness that is, is hard to comprehend coming at you with, with record blazing speed. But the, the thing that connected people to Rush was A, a, a command of the conversation, B, a jovialness in the conversation the whole concept of happy warrior 
Happy Warrior is really important. People are very, very, very attracted to Happy Warrior. They have PJ O'Rourke. You, you've, you've read that about him. Smart, smart, smart dude. By the way, the quote, I'll share it. Hold on, I got to grab it off the shelf. That's right, I keep Let's Go Bourbon on the shelf. If you ever watch me on TV, it's on the book. It's on the shelf behind me. So the quote from PJ O'Rourke, here it is. Uh, giving money and power to government is like giving whiskey and car keys to teenage boys. Right? That's, that's a great line. That's an absolutely fantastic line right there. You, you, you love a guy who's got to turn a phrase. You love a guy who, who, who could take this, this darkness is evil and just give it a little bit of a, look at these people. Look how silly. Look how foolhardy. Look how wrong. But even Rush could, could deliver with the, with, with, with the passion and, and with the strength. But there, there is no question. There is no doubt. None. I don't have a career without him. And, and you can name a whole host of people. People that you know and, and, and people uh, that, that you've heard of and people that you listen to and people that you don't. Look, I'm fully aware that I, I, I'm in a, in a time slot. I, I go up against Dan Bongino, and I go up against uh, 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 Clay and Buck, right? I'm fully aware. They don't have gigs without Limbaugh. Dana Lash doesn't have a gig without Limbaugh. Levin doesn't have a gig. Local hosts all across the country, Eric Erickson or Larry O'Connor or John Justice, None of these people, Stacey Washington, Kira Davis, they don't have jobs without them. Doesn't even, it's just not there. You gotta, you gotta marvel at what was happening there. It, today, there's a whole bunch of us lifting a really, really, I would argue, valuable load in terms of the conversations that the people uh, like the Washington Post and CNN don't have. Back then, it was him against the entire Clinton machine. That's nuts. That's nuts. And you got to admit, he did pretty damn well. So it's, uh, it's important uh, to, to remember the man. I didn't say you had to agree with everything he said. I said you have to remember the man. It's like the song. Right? My, my city was gone. Hit, hit it again there, producer. Harry. I went back to Ohio. But my city was gone. This song was, no was his intro. That, that bass line. No right from the very beginning. All right, all right. And the reason, as the story goes, that Rush took it is because he's like, that bass line's freaking awesome. That baseline is iconic. It moves. It grooves. It kind of sets. It kind of sets the, uh, the 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 groundwork there for for you know kind of feel that he's going for. Uh, Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders had gotten word that he was using this, and like, oh, you shouldn't let him use that. And her response was, "Well, don't tell me what to do. He's paying the royalties. I'll let him use it." 
And supposedly, like, the song is all about how, you know, this Ohio town kind of fell apart because the plant went away and, and maybe it's an anti-capitalism screed, whatever the case may be. And so Rush thought it was this great ironic turn that he was using it. And then there came a moment where uh, Chrissy Hind is a big uh, uh, supporter of PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. And something came up, and even though uh, Rush had mocked these kinds of people, something came up, and he he defended a position that PETA had, and she was like, you know what? He gets to keep using the song. The very, very best part of, of being a conservative in this position, no, I'm nowhere as big as Rush Limbaugh, and I don't think I'm ever going to get there. It's not because I don't think I can. It's not because I don't think I have I I don't have the skill set. It's because I just I just don't see it. Right? I, I could be wrong. But then again, I, I, maybe I should say it this way. I don't chase it. There was a while there where I chased it. Uh and and what I realized is I, I don't know I didn't know what I was chasing. There was a while there where I was chasing Fox News. Want to be on Fox, be a contributor on Fox. You got to be on Fox. That's it. I am not anti-Fox. I was just on this past weekend. I'm only asking the question, is that it? There are only so many jobs. And I don't want to be a pundit. So there are fewer jobs. Is that the only way? And I had to ask myself that question. Because it wasn't going to happen. I had to look myself in the mirror and say, what is it that you're actually chasing here? Is this is this worth your time? Is this I mean is this is this how you, you, you really feel? Is this what you truly believe? Is this what you want? And the answer is well no. It isn't. I don't want to chase. I just want to do. I want to do, I want to be able to put out a solid product, and I want people to be able to recognize it and then they'll come to it. That's how it's done. You get yourself involved and do I have to keep up with how many followers I have over here and how many views I have over there? You do try to build those things up because it creates more opportunity for you. Even Rush had the store. He donated it all to charity. Rush had the stack of stuff. He had the list. He was doing this. I mean, come on. He was doing the things. But what, what is it that you're chasing? Which is funny because I did. I, I admit to the fact that I chased that. But I never chased anything in radio. I ne- never, ne- never, ne- it didn't even dawn on me to chase anything in radio. I simply did the show I wanted to do. And over the years, that has changed a little bit, maneuvered a little bit. I've become less angry. I've become happier with, with, with what I'm doing. And I think that it, it has translated pretty well. To the extent that that was an influence of Rush, I don't know. People talk about Rush Limbaugh. If you didn't know this, he actually had a top 40 background. Rush had a background in in music radio. And that, um, as, as has been discussed with me, was very, very helpful in the way he went about engaging, uh, engaging the program. Right? He was, you know, how, how you would do things. He, he don't get me wrong. He probably referred to himself. I think he did refer to himself as a failure as a DJ. And then he got into the sports thing and, and then the other stuff. I think it was, was, was Becca a music DJ too? 
There's something about that world that's kind of helpful in 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 uh, not just hitting the post, but knowing how to engage a conversation and and kind of kind of keep it on on a, on a happier kind of kind of thing, on a happier kind of feel. He didn't just start and all of a sudden it was perfect. It had to build. It had to grow. Do you think he was chasing something or was he just saying, how do I do this better? How do I make this better? I I think that there's something very much to be taken uh, from that, that you don't go about chasing the thing. You go about asking yourself, what is, what is your goal? What is your purpose? What is your point? And are you doing that to the very best of your ability? And do you go to sleep at night being able to say, you know what? That was solid. I did something today. I think he went to bed at night saying that was solid. I did something today. I think that's rare. And I think that that's admirable. And I think it's something, if we're going to chase something, that's the thing to chase. Chase the idea that you can rest your head on the pillow at night and say, good work. I think that's sometimes all there is to it. But to be able to even have this conversation with you, that doesn't happen with that Rush Limbaugh. Doesn't happen. Does not happen. And then there's, a, there's, there's something else to remember. The guy educated millions of people. And if you want to understand why those on the political left really and truly, truly hated him, that's why. That's why he was more effective than their people, than their media outlets, than their apparatchik. He was more effective, and that, am I allowed to say pissed him off? To no end, infuriated them. I do think that he enjoyed infuriating them. I think that was, I think that made him very, very happy. It has been one year since the death of Rush Limbaugh. Thought it was worthy to note. I'm Tony Katz.